Right now, South Island tourism businesses are not happy. An Auditor General report yesterday slammed the government's fund for strategic tourism assets, the uh, Strategic Tourism Asset Protection Plan, dished out $290 million to just 127 businesses in the early part of the pandemic, among them big companies like Tourism Holdings and AJ Hackett Bungie. So the Auditor General looked at it all, found that ministers could not properly explain funding decisions uh, or qualifying criteria were not clear, and none of it was acceptable practice. So we asked Tourism Minister Stuart Nash, who was not the minister at the time, however, he is the minister now, to come on the show this afternoon and explain what happened with the government ministers back then, and he declined. But I am joined by Chris Adams, who is a co-owner of Fjordland Jet. Hello, Chris. Yeah, g'day. How are you? Good, mate. Did you apply to the fund? No. No, we got halfway through the application, and where it said, have you exhausted all financial avenues? We stopped applying because it was only six weeks after lockdown and we hadn't even talked to the bank. Right. Well, many others clearly did not exhaust all other financial avenues, yet they got money. When did you find that out? Uh, Well, slowly it started to leak out that three of the companies actually were approached before the fund was even announced and were already given money. Um, This government came out and said they were going to be honest and transparent. Uh, yeah, let's let's leave it at that. No, how how does that make you feel? That other companies were actually approached by the government, uh, and you actually followed the rules and the criteria, and found out that other companies that didn't still got the money, but you didn't. It shows that it doesn't pay to be honest. Like I was brought up to be honest. Um, you've got one thing in life, and that's your name and your honesty. And a lot of these guys and companies, and including the politicians that bought this ad and signed the money off obviously weren't brought up that way. If you got that funding back in 2020, what difference would it make today? Oh, it would have made a huge difference, but it actually wouldn't have made... It wasn't fair because what happened was not everyone or no one in the tourism industry asked for a handout at the beginning. So no one was owed a living. When pandemics hit, it's like a farmer gets a drought or the dollar rises and exporters hurt, blah, blah, blah. You, you ride with the times and the survive the of the ones that win have done the best. So, But what happened with this tourism industry, those that got the funding got an advantage over everyone else. Right. So, yeah, okay. You know what uh, Stuart Nash has said? He hasn't talked to us. We asked, but he didn't come. But he has says we didn't know what was happening. There were tourism businesses in danger of falling over. There were concerns that if they did fall over, they'd be bought by foreign interests. There was a group of ministers making decisions. It was very unusual, very trying circumstances. But, yeah, I believe there was a level of robustness. Do you accept all of that? Absolutely not. He should be embarrassed with himself. For starters, my understanding was foreign investors couldn't invest in New Zealand anyhow. So... If I'm wrong on that, I'd like to Stuart Nash to let us know because the government's going to let us know no foreign investment is allowed in New Zealand unless you live here or you're a foreigner living here. So for starters, either he's got his facts wrong or he's leading us, the rest of us believe he's wrong. Um, what they, they were told by the NBE ministers when they brought this out that it was no good and to not run with it. Yet for some reason, members of parliament, who I'm now learning, are not very clever, decided on their own back to hand out a whole lot of taxpayers' money, that's your and my money, to an elite few that a lot of them were already rich. Well, the government accepts that the fund was not managed perfectly. Uh, What could they do now to fix uh, any unfairness that resulted? 
Well, one of the things, we all got the wage subsidy. The wage subsidy was fair, it was honest, and it was great for everyone. But what they've done since the wage subsidy, they've got a team looking to see if anyone fraudulently got the wage subsidy that shouldn't, shouldn't have got it. Good on them. That's what it should be like. So why can't they now go back and look at these applicants that got $5, $10 million plus and look at the criteria, had they exhausted all financials? They ticked yes to it. Now go back and have a look. The Auditor General, General said he wasn't going to be looking into individual claims, but surely this is taxpayer money. They can go back and look at that now and decide. If this was you and I that had fraudulently filled in, in a tax form, they would come back at us for year two, three years later for all the money, interest and penalty payments. So why can't the government look at this? Is your company still a going concern? We are. We're still going. We've fought. Um, we made us stronger and robust. We looked at ourselves a whole different way. Uh, we That's actually good. got voted the eighth best water activity in the world. There you go. A there few you weeks go. Ago. There you so go. some of us can survive and become business people. And is it true that your grandfather used to dynamite the river to change the course to make the, the ride more exciting? That wasn't my grandfather. That was one of the driver's uncles. Just be, <laughs> just be careful you don't give me a bad name here. Yeah, I can't, Chris. I think you're a hero. Uh, thank you so much. Chris Adams from uh, Fjordland Jet.